Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Welcome back to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. I'm so grateful you're here and honestly for the incredible response, love, feedback you've all sent my way. I'm blown away with so much appreciation and I really promise to deliver to my best ability. I know time is an essence for all of us and I really want to make sure that you end each episode with some kind of take-home value. And for today, I wanted to dive into what it really means to create a foundation of well-being. Essentially, the stronger this foundation is, the more likely we'll find ourselves reaping the benefits, both now and in the long run. It's kind of like a house. First, you choose the material, so either bricks over sticks and straws. Chances are you opt for bricks because you know it is the more durable option. You then meticulously lay each brick so that your house is strong enough to stay upright, even if, let's say, a heavy storm or hurricane comes around. Otherwise, without the strong foundation, it's inevitably going to collapse. It's just a matter of time. Similarly, with our well-being, consider each habit as a choice you make to either opt for A, bricks or straws when it comes to building your foundation of well-being. And the stronger we build our foundation, the more likely we will be able to maintain our palace of health, even when life throws a curveball like a pandemic, (laughs) or we find ourselves on, let's say, a holiday, attending a wedding, or any other scenario where we might be tempted to deviate from our best intentions. So let's dive straight into it. We often think of our health in a very one-dimensional manner. We examine the food on our plates or how we are moving our body. And especially with the new year still upon us and the desire to commit to a newer and upgraded version of ourselves, it's all too easy to find ourselves Googling, let's say, what's the best diet to lose weight or achieve a certain health target. In theory, it makes sense that merely changing our diet will create improved health. But the reality is we are multifaceted beings and the various components of our health constantly intersect. That explains why despite sometimes eating a really healthy diet, it doesn't necessarily create the results you want, or at least not to the extent that you expected. In order to allow well-being to flow through us and to us, we need to nourish ourselves on every level. When we aren't feeding our body the right nutrients or moving and resting it in the way that it requires, it will eventually hinder how effectively it functions. That explains why during, say, stressful times, your body just doesn't lose weight despite you eating the bare minimum and making really conscious choices. Or let's say we aren't consciously managing our emotions. Over time, those stuck emotions start to act like blockages and manifest into various illnesses. A really interesting one to understand how the mind and body are so linked is if you ever have a lower back pain, ask yourself, where am I not feeling supported in my life? Because if you think about it, the lower part of our back is essentially what holds up our torso and supports us. And you'll find that when you're not feeling supported either emotionally or financially, you start to experience pain in that area. So it's just a a fun tidbit to see how our emotions manifest in the form of physical symptoms. Or let's say we aren't attending to our soul and intentionally doing more of what lights us up. And essentially not allowing ourselves to access joy in our daily life because we're waiting for something big to happen. 
Over time, we are setting ourselves for life void of fulfillment and built up frustration. When we aren't nurturing our soul's needs and fostering a spiritual connection by realizing we are part of something so much bigger than just ourselves, that is when we invite fear to take over. On the flip side, if we can anchor ourselves in faith and the knowingness that there is something bigger out there, that that faith is what essentially is going to propel us forward. And when I talk about faith, that really boils down to whatever resonates with you. But ultimately, in my definition, what resonates with me is the presence of a power greater than yourself. Whether you call that power God, the universe, angels, nature, infinite intelligence, source energy, your intuition, that's merely semantics. And this podcast is not about deciding what faith what we can call faith, because it's such a personal thing. But I think we can just agree that, especially in moments like, let's say when a pandemic hits, we need something to be anchored in. Otherwise, we're going to find ourselves constantly in a state of fear and anxiety. The reason why I constantly emphasize on the importance of developing a more holistic approach to our well-being is because of the domino effect our choices create. If we aren't taking care, we find ourselves in a vicious cycle and somewhat of a downward spiral. For example, despite our best intentions, when we aren't proactively managing our emotions and reaching for thoughts that feel good, we seek comfort in the form of food or alcohol or some kind of substance abuse. And over time, that action leads to the feeling of guilt weighing over us, which only pushes us further out of alignment. Essentially, we are trying to use a substance to fill a void that is so much deeper than merely a couple of glasses of wine or pints of ice cream. When I reflect on my own journey, I can now see where the frustration and void I felt a few years ago stemmed from, despite having lost a tremendous amount of weight and being overall in really good shape. Of course, I felt proud of my transformation, but that feeling was often clouded by fear. Fear around food, fear around regaining the weight, and overall fear about the future. That discomfort was merely a reflection of the misalignment between my mental and physical health. Although I put in so much energy and work into transforming my physical health, there wasn't nearly as much attention going towards my emotional health. It got to the point that this misalignment started even affecting my health to the extent that I didn't get a natural period for four and a half years. Essentially, our bodies are a physical manifestation of how we feel emotionally. And for me, that internal imbalance manifested in the form of unbalanced hormones. Fortunately, that's no longer the case, but looking back, I can see exactly why the spending a fortune, guys, I'm not even joking, I don't even want to think how much money I've spent on gynecologists, but even still, I wasn't able to balance out my hormones. Yeah, they prescribed different medication, which worked in the short, short term, but essentially no medication will create long-lasting results if we are not taking responsibility for how we manage our health on every level, not just merely how we move our bodies or the food on our plate. And I learned this the hard way. And that's why I share this so candidly with you guys, because if my experience can help other people change about their situation, then it's all been worth it. But fortunately, as I started doing the inner work and finding the alignment between my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health, my hormones balanced themselves out and my period returned like clockwork. And here's the thing, sometimes we go through issues in our own life that force us to reevaluate how we approach our health. And other times we need, let's say, a global pandemic <laughs> to help us rethink our choices. 
Amongst the various lessons 2020 has taught us, one of them is definitely the importance of prioritizing our health and shifting from the old paradigm into one that embraces the the totality of who we are. If we truly want to thrive from the inside out, we need to be intentional about creating daily habits which elevate our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. As much as we think of transformation as this one-time thing or massive shift, It's essentially the accumulation of the micro daily habits and whatever actions we take repeatedly day in and day out. It always makes me laugh when people ask me what's the best habit for, let's say, weight loss. Sure, it's really great to get into the habit of meal prepping over the weekends, but it won't have nearly the same effect if you haven't created a habit of, let's say, portion control. So rather than look at our habits in isolation, we need to start working towards creating a foundation of various habits that nurture our health on every level. For me, right now, at this stage of my journey, that's an accumulation of eating foods that nourish me physically, yet that I actually enjoy eating and taste good, moving my body daily, meditating every morning, living in a state of gratitude, being mindful about where and with whom I'm investing my energy consuming material that stimulates me mentally, and of course, getting in my seven hours of sleep. Of course, that foundation is going to look different for everyone. And that's the whole point of this journey, experimenting and seeing what works for and feels good to you. And also realize that at every stage of your journey, the habits which serve you best will likely evolve. It's only natural that as you change, so will your well-being's requirements. And I don't want you to get overwhelmed thinking you need to adopt 10 different habits overnight to feel better. In fact, doing too much at the start is a recipe for disaster. It's only a matter of time till you crash and burn. It's just now about getting the ball rolling and focus on creating momentum. Create one small change and then keep building on it. And over time, you will be amazed at the kind of transformation you've created for yourself. The other day, I had run out of eye cream which PSA, if you are over the age of 30, you need to be wearing. But any, anyway, I went online to order some and I was shocked and of course pleased that it, it arrived in less than 24 hours. As much as te- technology can drive me crazy at times or many a times, it also has so many benefits. Between getting a taxi at a press of a few buttons, a fully cooked meal delivered to our door in under an hour, or even just the ability to send a photo instantly to a loved one across the world. It's no wonder that we have become so accustomed to instant gratification. If we want something, we want it now. Or more like we expect it now. While understandable why we've developed a microwave mindset, it's actually putting us at a massive disadvantage. Sure, there are plenty of ways in which we can be instantly gratified, but our health isn't one of them. In order to create long-lasting change, both internally and externally, it requires consistency and it requires so much patience. And just the constant reminder that progress isn't always going to be linear. You might find that, okay, you're on a weight loss journey. Some weeks you just don't lose weight, but as long as you stay consistent, it's going to balance out. And over time, it's, you're going to see that your weight did come off. And you know, just the knowingness that as long as we put our reps in, or in other words, repeat our habits, that transformation will have it happen. You don't go to the gym, do one plank, and expect to see abs of steel reflect back at you. However, as long as you stay consistent, you know that over time, your body will lean out and abs, your abs will become more defined. And most of the time, the bridge between where we are and where we want to be is merely a case of getting beyond ourselves. Let me repeat that. The bridge between where we are and where we want to be is getting beyond ourselves. 
especially when we start out, we are so excited and we start implementing various changes and the results pour in. But after a while, the magic seems to stop. Our bodies adapt and suddenly that five minute meditation isn't creating the same level of Zen as it did a few months ago. At this moment, you have two choices. We can either let frustration take over and lose sight of our goals or use it as an opportunity to nurture our patient's muscle and keep going and constantly using our bodies as feedback and realize, okay, you, you and your body are on the same team. And if you aren't getting the results you want, despite, and be honest with yourself and say, okay, despite being consistent, actually putting in my reps, what else do I need to do so that my body can get back into action? And the more you adopt this growth mindset and use every opportunity as a learning in terms of how to work with your body, you'll find that you're able to constantly move forward. And that's the whole point. And when people find out, like I've lost 75 pounds or have created a business based around one of my deepest passions, they're always so amazed. However, like with any transformation, it's not always been smooth sailing. Along the way, I've hit plenty of roadblocks, motivation has dwindled, and Lord knows I've certainly wanted to throw in the towel multiple times. I'm just keeping it real, guys. That's life. Despite our efforts, sometimes we're just not where we want to be, and the destination only seems to be getting further away. Here's the thing, though. As much as we all have goals and targets we want to achieve, we need to constantly bring our attention to the journey rather than fixate on the destination. With each step, it's just a matter of allowing ourselves to celebrate our success and realize how each choice is compounding into upgraded well-being. Yes, you might not see the tangible results right away, but know that with every positive choice, every positive habit, you are creating that palace of well-being. And as we shift our focus to the journey, rather than wait for us to land at the destination and just allow ourselves to find joy along the way, that is truly how we can enable ourselves to stay motivated. Because at the end of the day, if we are not operating from a sense of joy, we aren't living to our fullest capacity. And that, my friends, is when we know something needs to change. So I ask you, what is one habit you can implement today that is going to contribute to your foundation of well-being, to your palace of health? Just start with one habit. And over time, when that becomes... Well, sorry, when that start ha starts happening on autopilot, then you build on it. But like I said, it's just about taking action and getting the ball rolling and creating that momentum. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.